Every day, the Rundown podcast keeps you in the loop about the people and places that shape Chicago. The show is possible thanks to the ongoing support of listeners like you who understand the value of our work to keep you engaged. Support the Rundown podcast at wbez.org slash rundown donate. And thank you. Good afternoon. I'm Lisa Labas, and this is The Rundown. Sources say the White Sox could be on the move. The Sun-Times reports the team is in serious talks about potentially building a new stadium at the 78. That's a development site in Chicago's South Loop. Our sports contributor Cheryl Ray Stout says it's no surprise the Sox want to leave their current ballpark. Guaranteed rate field is surrounded by parking lots. It doesn't have the atmosphere. You know, when you look at other parks, you look at what the Cubs did with Wrigley Field. They made sure that they had a hotel and they made it an area where there's a lot of buzz going on before the games, after the games, and even when the season's over with. And that's what I think the White Sox are looking for. The government agency that financed Guaranteed Rate Field says it has not been involved in negotiations so far. Meantime, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker says he'd be willing to hear from the Sox if they move to a new stadium complex in the South Loop. The Sun-Times reports Sox chair Jerry Reinsdorf and Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson met this week to discuss the team's future. Pritzker did not support state tax breaks for a Bears complex in Arlington Heights. But if the Sox asked to move a bit north, he says he would consider that. As with all of the other, whether it's sports teams or, or other private businesses, will be looking at whatever they may be suggesting or asking. The team is reportedly eyeing the 78 sitting at Clark and Roosevelt. It's one of the city's largest undeveloped tracts of land. The University of Illinois' Discovery Partners Institute is so far the only planned tenant there. It's not clear if they and the White Sox could share the site. A federal judge has approved a more than $12 million class action settlement for people in Chicago's Little Village neighborhood who were affected after a former coal-fired power plant imploded. My colleague Juan Pablo Ramirez-Franco reports the nearly 40-story high chimney imploded in 2020, kicking up a dust cloud that engulfed parts of the majority Latino neighborhood. Scott Rauscher is an attorney for the plaintiffs and says that residents have until March 26th to file a claim. Anybody who was in the Little Village neighborhood the day that this incident occurred is eligible to file a claim. Rusher says the settlement allows many residents to recover costs for property damage and personal injuries. A federal judge will decide on a final approval of the case in April. Chicago Transit Authority President Dorval Carter is again on the defensive, claiming he's doing what is needed to fill vacant train operator positions that have led to a reduction in service. My colleague Claudia Morell reports Carter spoke at today's monthly CTA board meeting, saying the agency closed out last year with more than 2,200 new hires. That includes about 142 rail flaggers. That's the required entry-level position for anybody interested in eventually operating a train. CTA TA is also adding an extra training class to accelerate the transition from flagger to rail operator. Classes will contribute to our goals of training 200 rail operators this year. I did not stutter. He then took issue with a recent Chicago Tribune op-ed suggesting the CTA do away with the practice to expedite hiring. Carter says the process is enshrined in the union contract and ensures rail operators are thoroughly trained. 
And the University of Illinois is freezing in-state tuition at all three of its universities. The U of I Board of Trustees today voted to approve tuition rates for the 2024-25 academic year. That includes a nearly 2% jump in out-of-state tuition at the Chicago and Urbana-Champaign campuses, but no increase at the Springfield campus. Weather, cloudy skies, a few passing flurries and a high in the mid-20s today. And then a winter weather advisory starting at 6 o'clock this evening, lasting until noon on Friday. Up to four inches of snow expected, with a low in the teens and wind chills as low as four degrees below zero. And then Friday, blustery, a little more snow and a high in the mid-teens. You can find the latest news whenever you want at WBEZ.org or on your radio at 91.5 FM. I'm Lisa Lavis. Thanks for listening.